I think one area um, which is uh, which is very exciting to also work with is is the startups because there again you know it's a kind of a new industry in, in in a sense that a lot of these companies who are working in the tech space or who are mm-hmm. who are coming up with solutions uh, for yeah. um, for the industry i think a lot of these are the startups and we're, we're we're glad to have a number of these startups already signed up and when you have startups obviously um, you know they're looking for uh, investment so uh, we're also working with um, uh, with one of the the major uh, the funds. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Heads Talk with me, Elaine Pringle Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C-level executives, leaders of institutions, and heads of multinationals. What are the current topics they talk? We listen. <music> My guest today is no stranger to Heads Talk. We've had a conversation last year about the now successful inaugural London EV show, despite the various pandemic restrictions at the time. He's currently behind the new London Climate Technology Show, and this episode is all about this exciting new event. Please check the episode description for further details about the show and how you can get involved. Tariq Abdulhai is the founder and CEO of Event Tackle and the global business information group Valiant Business Media. With over 15 years experience working internationally across various continents, Tariq has developed expertise in conducting cross-cultural business as well as interacting on all levels. As mentioned, this episode is very much about climate change and the technology in this space. So an informative discussion ahead. Let's start. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Shariq to Heads Talk once again. Many thanks for being with us today. Thanks very much, Elaine. It's a pleasure and good to be talking to you again. Yes, we are here again. Um, um, I've got to say now that you are a regular on Heads Talk podcast show. Um, Only one other guest has appeared on the show before. So I'm happy to have you here today again to talk about this forthcoming event. Okay, let's start. Tell my listeners about this forthcoming event. When is it? How did it come about? How long is it? And what will happen at the event? Right. So uh, basically, I think um, when we spoke last uh, last year, uh, we were talking about the uh, the decarbonization of yes. uh, the transport sector mainly, and we were discussing the uh, the, the electric vehicle show. Um, the idea really behind this event. Uh, I think it's 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 a continuation of um, the the series that we talked about last year as well. Uh, that our focus is going to be on uh, the sustainability mm-hmm. uh, related or led events, um, climate technology. Um, uh, whereas at the London EV show, we look at uh, the decarbonization of the transport sector or the the latest developments in um, in the overall. Uh, mobility sector, how the transition is happening. Mm-hmm. At this particular show, um, it's really about the uh, the entire uh, industry, the businesses who are looking uh, to uh, reduce their uh, emissions and uh, to adapt uh, mm-hmm. new technologies to see how uh, the businesses can become more sustainable. So uh, we have, although you know every single business at the moment 
uh, is potentially looking at how uh, they can become more sustainable or uh, how, how can the how can they reduce uh, the impact on environment mm -hmm. um, at this particular show as 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 the launch event um, we're focusing on about four or five uh, key industries um, including transport uh, we would also uh, be uh, looking at uh, the energy sector uh, which is again the main contributor uh, in terms of the emissions uh, mobility and transport food agriculture and land use carbon capture and the built environment, the, the construction uh, related industries. So the idea was really, um, how can we expand uh, on um, not just looking at one particular industry, but um, the, the overall impact of uh, the carbon emissions on uh, you know, how, how businesses are tackling uh, this, this problem. And one of the, I think where we kind of got a bit more encouraged last year, we had COP26 in Glasgow, and um, it was um, when we looked at, you know, how different governments, uh, almost everyone is looking at uh, adapting new technologies or uh, working with uh, with businesses to see how uh, you know, they can uh, look into uh, to reducing emissions, but also uh, how can businesses become more sustainable. So uh, it was in line with what we were doing and as mm. mentioned last year as well I think so it's that, was a bit with... the, that was a bit of the spark that allowed you to expand from the transport industry to to all sectors yeah absolutely absolutely and looking at the interest as well I think there is obviously huge interest in um, yeah. at, at the moment in this yeah. and also the legislation etc you know we kind of make makes it mandatory for for yeah. all the businesses yeah. to look into this in terms of industry it's currently one of the biggest, if not the biggest topic that um, organizations, corporations are dealing with at the moment. So you're pretty much on vogue with this. When is this event? This is in October. Uh, we have it in uh, London. Uh, it will be held in London Olympia mm -hmm. uh, on the 19th and 20th October uh, 2022. So in about four months time from now. Oh, it's a, it's a, another two day event. Okay, that's good. And um, you know, let's look at some of the participants at this event, uh, you know, who are they first and what roles are being played and to what end? Absolutely. I think, um, again, uh, we're, um, we're happy to have a diverse uh, range of, of, of participants from across the industries, uh, but also uh, from, from the governments. Because, again, I think it's only, um, you know, the the targets set by various countries, businesses, I think these could only be achieved when uh, there is good collaboration between uh, the public and private uh, mm -hmm. sectors. So if we look at some of the key participants, um, we're working with the, uh, the, the UN Climate Technology Center and Network called CTCN. Uh, we have their uh, involvement with the event, then uh, World Economic Forum. Uh, we have various ministers already confirmed uh, for the event, and we're talking to a number of other uh, ministries, uh, both from uh, from Europe and uh, outside of the EU. Uh, mm -hmm. Then from industry as well. Um, again, very diverse. You know, from uh, energy to construction equipment mm -hmm. side of things. Uh, we have Energy Industries Council, we're working with Innovation Gateway, mm -hmm. uh, organizations like the World Green Building Council, again, looking at more from the uh, 
uh, the, the sustainability and impact on uh, the construction side. Mm -hmm. uh, Green Alliance, for example, uh, we have Energy UK, um, so various foundations as well. Uh, Energy Saving Trust, um, uh, we also European Environment uh, Bureau. Uh, so I think uh, it's really interesting to see, uh, again, you know, as much as there is interest from the private sector, uh, there's, a, there's a huge interest from, uh, from the, the public sector as well in this event. And, and as you say, one cannot do it without the other. There has to be major collaboration in order to meet the, the, the targets being discussed and required. You mentioned the sort of five or six different industry sectors. Which one would you say um, there's more activity going to happen in this two-day event in that particular sector? Would you say that the food and agriculture, is, there's a lot of work or activities happening there more so than the energy, or is it all evenly balanced? It is quite evenly balanced. And although one would expect, um, you know, industries like the, the energy uh, to, to have, uh, you know, to, to have more obviously impact uh, on the environment, therefore, um, you know, more interest from, from the energy sector or energy side of things. But because we saw at the EV show as well, you know, mobility and transport is again, uh, the, the, the sector is a big contributor again uh, to mm -hmm. the climate change. So again, huge interest from there. Carbon capture is one of the, I guess, one of the key sectors that we're getting a lot of interest from. Uh, construction again is uh, because again, you know, it's kind of very uh, intensive industry in terms of uh, how uh, there is there has been a focus on uh, on on the sector to become more sustainable. So we've seen so far uh, quite a good, uh, you know, kind of diverse interest mm -hmm, mm -hmm. across these sectors. However, I think one area um, which is uh, which is very exciting to also work with is, is the startups because they're, again, you know, it's a kind of a new industry in, in, in a sense that a lot of these companies who are working in the tech space or who are mm -hmm. who are coming up with solutions uh, for yeah. um, for the industry i think a lot of these are the startups and we're, we're we're glad to have a number of these startups already signed up and when you have startups obviously um, you know they're looking for uh, investment so uh, we're also working with um, uh, with one of the the major uh, the funds uh, so right. the idea is really uh, for these startups to uh, to have access to, um, for example, yeah. you're sort of like the, the, the go-between, your event will allow them to meet them at that place. Um, okay, before we move on, um, still with the, the industries that, that you've mentioned that's going to be at this event, we know there is a separate um, London EV show, London, you know, about transport. Um, what was your thinking in including that, the, the transport element of, of sustainability in this event, knowing that you're going to have a separate event? It's a really, really good question then, because we, we definitely thought about it. So I think uh, London EV show, uh, just a bit of update on that as well. Um, you know, we're kind of on target when we uh, uh, launched the event last year. And I think we mentioned, you know, next year we would like to at least double the numbers across mm -hmm. uh, across mm -hmm. the board in terms of number of exhibitors, etc. So I think we're definitely on track with that. So the transport sector, although 
there is a bit of an overlap here mm -hmm. uh, because, but we just couldn't exclude that because uh, we, I think the advantage there is, uh, and interestingly, we already have transport related um, companies who have signed up for the, the climate technology show. And one of them, for example, Volvo construction equipment. So they were part of the EV show. They're part of this climate tech show. And I think obviously they're thinking of coming back to the EV show. So oh, yeah. we don't so see any kind of, you know, uh, conflict of interest there, but I think if a company is thinking of attending one or both of these events, I think the advantage really is climate technology show. I think there is going to be a lot more diverse audience. So mm -hmm. one of the ideas is it's not just transport focused. So for example, uh, you have charging infrastructure companies who are interested in uh, in climate tech show as well, because they might be able to meet the people from the construction industry. So they might find end users there um, who are again going to be there uh, their direct uh, customers. So I think uh, overall, because there is such a huge focus from companies' point of view on on the topic generally on sustainability. So I, we were seeing that there are definitely people interested in both the events. So I think you know the, there will be good. Uh, it's not going to be exactly the same. I think there is going to be some. So, so, so there's a bit of a healthy crossover while you still have the sort of the core London EV show, which is all about vehicles and transportation, perhaps some of these organizations may all be some of them might be startups might be interested in working with others in different sectors, but on the same subject in terms of sustainability and there they can meet them at this show at the climate and technology show, as opposed to the London EV show right. Okay. That's exactly the idea. Absolutely. I think, uh, again, uh, at the EV show, the focus is on transportation. So but at the climate tech show, because there is a relation between uh, climate tech is applicable to not only uh, the EV sector, but all these different other sectors. So I think yeah, definitely the advantage there is uh, to, you know, they, mm -hmm. their end users or customers would I, I come think, from. I think, I think what would be great is after such an event, if you and your team have a story that could be shared so that it would give people a sort of a, a, an idea of why the two separate events in the sense you know if there's a story a successful story that is shared with a transport organization within the climate and technology show event partnered or collaborated with such an organization etc etc and at the same time in a london ev show event have their stand have their stuff and do all things transport in that state i think it'd be interesting to see that um, it's a really good idea. I think we can probably already do it. As I said, for example, uh, we have Volvo, uh, the construction equipment, you know, one of the major global mm -hmm. players. So they were part of the EV show. They're already signed up for the climate tech and they're already considering the EV show again. So I, I think it's interesting to probably ask them, yeah. you know, what, what made them to look at both the shows. What did within... they get from the both shows? And yeah, how, absolutely. What would they recommend to potentials wondering whether I should attend the EV show or I should attend the climate show, you know, that sort of stuff. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, let's continue talking about events. You know, in our last conversation, we talked about the impact the, the pandemic had on the, the events business overall. So, so Shariq, where are we today with this? Is it back to normal, new normal, or are we still feeling the effects of the pandemic? No, absolutely. I think, Len, um, in terms of the, the numbers, uh, mm -hmm. What we have seen here in the UK, and I think the trend is um, is 
consistent across the globe uh, when it comes to the, the events industry. I think we're definitely uh, back to uh, pre-2019 um, levels in terms of participation, et cetera. And in many cases, uh, we are hearing that the, the numbers are actually uh, bigger uh, mm. in terms of the, the visitors, the attendees, because I think when we spoke last as well, and we saw it during the pandemic when um, you know we transitioned as well, we, we did a lot of stuff online uh, in, mm -hmm. during those two or three years. So um, although it worked obviously fine during that time, but for example, we're not doing anything virtual at the moment. So whatever we were doing virtually, mm -hmm. uh, we have stopped that uh, because mm -hmm. uh, there is so much uh, going on at the moment. And I've been to a few events myself during this time, the last few months. I think the buzz is definitely back and um, yeah. it kind of proved yeah. one point as well. You know, I, I don't think um, virtual can, although it's got its own um, advantages yeah. in, in certain cases, but you I don't think- to meet, yes. Yeah, they absolutely, and especially when it comes. I was at a show just a week, 10 days back uh, in London and, you know, you could see the difference, one physical, in-person meeting, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're kind of uh, straight away on to the next step of, of discussing business. Whereas uh, when we discuss things virtually, uh, you know, it, it, the process is longer. Um, so I think people are definitely keen to be back in yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And what were the visitors to the event? Um, this is the Climate Tech um, Technology Show event. Observe that will be different to typical events and um, this could be as, as a result of the pandemic or just something new that you have implemented Shariq? Um, in terms of the for the visitors to this event I think what is interesting really is um, if you look at um, you know almost every single business as I said is looking at how can um, they they reduce the impact on on environment or how here in the UK for example you know it it's not a choice anymore. I think uh, companies need to have a plan, uh, need to have a decarbonization strategy um, in, in coming time as early as probably from next year, I think, because companies need to really show they're serious about uh, the environment and they're doing something, not only the companies, but uh, their suppliers as well. So for example, if I'm working with a few suppliers, you know, I need to be kind of aware of their carbon footprint and what they are doing about it. So I think when we when we look at the, the visitors for, for this particular show, it you know, I'm really looking forward to it because I, I think it'll be interesting to see. It can really be anyone, not just companies, even people, you know, me as a person, mm -hmm. I think I can now look at, see what's my uh, carbon footprint uh, mm -hmm. personally and how can I work to, to, to reduce that, um, whether it's, you know, what mode of transport I'm using, uh, what, who are my energy suppliers? How you know can I make any improvements there? So I think it's going to be very very interesting, and we're already seeing that. So businesses for sure, diverse businesses who want to look at any sort of technology or want to meet mm -hmm. like-minded people. But even if the show will appeal uh, to to anyone uh, you know who is looking at. Uh, just being more sustainable or live. I think this more. show is for everybody. I mean, everybody, it impacts everyone in every way and every walk of their life. So it's, it's, so it's literally a catch-all kind of event. So in, in that sense, I think it will definitely appeal to different 
types of people uh, there. Um, I'm assuming it will be a hybrid model, will it? Will it? You, you said there's not going to be any more virtual stuff, but I was assuming there'll be sort of a hybrid element to this event. Am I right in saying that? We are this year, Ellen. What we are looking at is, I think um, we. It's always it, it's kind of good to have that uh, that hybrid option there, uh, but I think we're going to try and just do it in person. Right. Although there is a probability, um, we just recently had one of the, the transport ministers from, from the UK um, who is looking to join us at the EV show, for example, but again, probably can't make it in person. So we might make, make a few exceptions or, you know, if the, there is some important stuff right. that we can still put out online. But I think we, we want to go back to in-person events and and see mm -hmm. if um, you know we. That's interesting we, because when I talk to most individuals, organisations that run events prior to the pandemic and now continuing to do it after the pandemic, they do say they still will deploy a hybrid model because you know with a hybrid model you can get thousands more people tuning in. Um, if they cannot be there in person, in, even though the in-person event is the main event, but if you allow that option. Um, you will get more people interested in it around the globe that's able to virtually attend that. That doesn't uh, appeal to you at the moment. So you just pretty much want to concentrate on the physical in-person event. Let me talk now more from a point of view of from, from an events uh, industry point of view. I think uh, what we've seen is, and again, I recently attended two events in, in London. Mm -hmm. One had the option of uh, uh, the, the hybrid option and another one didn't. Now the hybrid one, um, I ended up not going there for the main, you know, for the first two days because I could simply log in and just really uh -huh. check out the presentations, etc. So I went there on, on day three, I think, but I think I realized I, I potentially had missed, uh, you know, most of the networking opportunities, etc., which had happened in first two days. So the, the difference, I guess, um, having, I think if it, it again depends on the nature of the event and who your, uh, you know, potential target audience is. Mm -hmm. uh, but I personally, I'm more inclined uh, towards having, um, having a full-fledged in-person event as we had before. Although um, the trend at the moment um, in the industry is, I think a lot of the events and event organizers are having uh, events with a bit of hybrid model there as well. Now, I'm not against this, but I think uh, what, I guess it, it does impact the, the in-person nature of events. Um, so if from a content point of view, it's fine. You know, if, I, if I'm mostly interested in the content, I would probably just log on uh, from my office or home and, um, you know, while I'm doing all other stuff, I can still mm -hmm. catch up with uh, the content side of things. Mm -hmm. But that, especially a lot of our focus for our upcoming two events is going to be on pre-arranged business-to-business uh, -business meetings. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, we don't want to take away any... No, I understand that. That makes a lot factory. of sense. Your, your whole model is about networking and it's very hard to do that. Yeah, especially, <laughs> I must mention here, Ellen, for example, I, I talked about we have you know, one of the major um, funds uh, yes. attending and their main aim or idea is really to 
you know, they want to check out the startups. They, they potentially even want them to pitch their ideas to them to see. So it, it, it's difficult to do it online, really. Okay. So we want to see, we want to go back to what, what we were doing a couple of years ago. Okay, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so this event is called Climate Technology Show. So what are some of the technological solutions that will be on show at the event? You know, can you wow my listeners with what to expect? Definitely. Again, when we uh, named the show, um, it you know we had to look at different options because sometimes when you uh, when you say it's climate technology, a lot of the times people think maybe it's heavily tech focused event because some of the shows out there, you know, it, the same show can easily be called environmental technology show or even net zero mm-hmm. show or ex- you can name it differently but uh, the the message is is still the same so when we look at it so we're looking at um, again from uh, for example one of the exhibitors uh, their main uh, technology is uh, the uh, the reduction of um, again you know the emissions from the from the energy side of things but at the same time you can have uh, we have companies such as solar imp- impulse Mm-hmm. Um, solar impulse again um, you know their uh, their success is based on the first first solar flight around the world so mm-hmm. again you can imagine the impact you know they are trying to uh, create from from the aviation point of point of um, side of things we have a company who whose main, main focus is forest sciences so uh, their mission is for example to regenerate natural carbon sinks and habitats around the world and become the most trusted provider of nature-based solutions. So forestry is again uh, one of the areas uh, that we are looking at. Another company, for example, looking at the built environment. So um, to to have a technology for the construction uh, industry uh, to see how uh, the construction industry can become more sustainable. Um, We have companies um, who are focused on uh, connecting climate tech innovators, academia, SMEs, corporates, mm-hmm. uh, investors. Um, so uh, then some, uh, for example, AI is again, we have a clean tech uh, artificial intelligence company. Uh, again, uh, their mission is more uh, about making global industries safer, better and cleaner. So mm-hmm. what uh, the, the idea really is you see going forward i think it can be any company any technology whose products or services are more sustainable compared to for example uh, you know other companies out there in the same domain or if 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 i'm running a business and again as i said my uh, you know i have certain uh, emissions uh, that uh, we are responsible for if I can look at whatever we're using as products, services, or in our manufacturing process, for example, mm-hmm. I think this is really all about, can we use products and solutions which are more sustainable than what we're using now? So again, it just opens up the whole wide scope mm-hmm. uh, of looking at literally any business whose solutions or products are more, um, more sustainable and have lesser impact on the environment so this is something language you know when i talk about events 
I, I really have a very, very strong feeling that this event can become one of our biggest events in, in coming time. It's just simply based on the scope it has and the, yes. uh, the audience it can the, attract. Flagship event, um, you know, just before we move to the, the final question on the episode, um, would you like to quickly tell my listeners about the forthcoming London EV show? When is it going to be? Um, I'll put a link in the episode description for that, if you can just briefly tell us when it's going to be. Yes, please uh, do that. We appreciate it uh, because um, London EV show was super excited for the second edition. It will take place from the 29th of November to mm-hmm. 1st December. So this will be a three day event. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this year it's going to be at London Excel. Mm-hmm. I think we mentioned it last year uh, because uh, we needed more space. It has some added features this year. Um, for example, it, it has a test drive track mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for people to simply uh, test drive uh, you know different new electric cars and um, this is we talked last year about the size of the event uh, I think we're looking at about three times what we had last year in terms of exhibitors etc and, and um, just for my listeners that don't know about this event it was a, a very successful event um, in terms of it being an inaugural event and I'm sure it will continue to to be so. Yes, last year um, we were, it was a bit of a tricky situation and um, the event, I think it was a week prior to the event that um, we had that plan B uh, come yes. into force in the UK and uh, now, you know, nobody was really sure about, uh, but we had literally, we had no choice uh, because we just we had a B. <laughs> yeah, we just said we, we had, we had no choice but to go ahead, but we're happy we did um, because uh, you know, thankfully, we were able to, uh, uh, to, to run the whole event mm-hmm. um, without any health and safety risk or anything mm-hmm. like that. Plus, um, the operations teams, they did an incredible job uh, ensuring everyone's safety. Uh, but what was really interesting was um, anyone who, who came to the show, and I think this was expected because we ended up with, um, although the footfall uh, the number of people we had registered, um, we did not get all of them in, um, but the, the, the quality was really high standard because, mm-hmm. you know, you could imagine anyone who, who came in in those circumstances, I think they were pretty serious about why mm-hmm. they wanted to be at the show and, um, you know, they were there uh, for business. So the feedback was very good. And from an events industry point of view, you know, one of the things we look at uh, we call it rebookings, which means, you know, how many people come back to the event. And uh, I think that's the biggest testament for any event. And if you look at the uh, the exhibitors this year, uh, so we have new exhibitors joining, uh, but we have exhibitors coming back from last yes, year. Yes, and yes. we have retained a number of speakers as well, uh, you know, who made a very good contribution last year. So we're very happy with, with how it's progressing. And um, we, uh, you know, again, from visitors' point of view, everyone is welcome yeah. uh, to check out. And this year, one of the additions is uh, we want to have many more um, actual electric cars on the show as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's 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 coming along very nicely. That's good. And, and we will put a, a link in the episode description. So listeners, please um, click on that link to register for this forthcoming London EV show back to the climate technology show. You know, please tell my listeners 
now where they can find out more about this event and how to get in touch and involved. Um, the event has a dedicated website. Um, it's called, um, the, the, the website is climatetechshow.com. Mm -hmm. um, so all the information is um, on there. Um, the uh, If anyone is looking at, uh, you know, joining the show, uh, please get in touch with us um, and we will almost, although almost all the information is up there on and on the website, uh, one can, uh, you know, regularly check yeah. um, who the key speakers are, who are the exhibitors attending, uh, what's the gen general scope of the event. But if you, um, if you uh, need any more information or any specific information, then please yeah. get in touch with us. Uh, you can simply email us at info at climatetechshow.com uh, and our uh, number is on the website as well. Reach out to me or any member of our our, our mm -hmm. staff would be more than happy to to furnish all the details. And just to reiterate that, um, message um, listeners um, from Shariq, um, the the team they're really fast, they're really efficient, and they will definitely help you with whatever inquiry you may have. And as I said, that link will be in the email, the website address, I should say, will be in um, Shariq's episode description, so you can click on that directly and hopefully get to um, the website and any questions you may have, you can raise them there, as Sharik says, either to him or to his team. You know, it's it's clearly a needed event and well done for putting this together. Um, I see a pattern of foresight and, and being ahead of the curve with the events you're organizing and, and delivering, Sharik. So Sharik Abduhai, it's been great to talk to you again. Many thanks for your time and insights. Thank you so much, Adan. It's always a pleasure. And thank you for having me uh, on your show again. And this year, please do make sure if you can make it um, to London, uh, we would be delighted to have you on the show as well. Definitely. Thanks again, Sharik. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders, and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.